And then all of a sudden, I didn't have a sense of time. So you lay there with an eye mask on, you're in the dark. And, and the, the session, you know, the, the woman who led the session was amazing. She'd like rub my feet. She'd turn the AC up if I needed. And she was just sitting right there basically with me. Um, and all of a sudden, I felt it take over. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 402. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week and I am excited for this episode, but also feeling a little you know, one of those ones where I'm like, do I actually want to record this? Is it going to be too much? Do people hate this? Are they going to not want to listen to this? Because it's something I want to talk about really badly. And I have a platform to talk about it. And I feel sometimes not an obligation, but a responsibility to utilize my platform in a responsible way to share something that is so incredibly life-changing and could help so many people that I have to share it, even if it makes me uncomfortable. And so this episode is not going to be about marketing, but if you are a CEO, if you are a business owner, I think that you'll get a lot of value slash perspective potentially shifting in this episode. If you're like, Emily, I hate your non-marketing podcast episodes, you might want to skip this one (laughs) because it's not going to be about marketing. So Last weekend, I tried MDMA and I did an MDMA kind of session um, with a guided healer and MDMA, if you don't know, I would Google it. Like I'm not going to just describe what it is. I'm going to describe my experience, but it's basically ecstasy, which I've never done drugs, but in a very like therapeutic format and you're not, you're doing it to process trauma, to process things in your past and heal. It's a healing session. So a little bit of backstory. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about how incredibly life-changing it was, how it's impacting me to an extreme that I can't even fully put into words. And I've been processing this. I've been like off social media, completely quiet since I did it because I've been processing and and I'm just feeling so called to share this because I wish somebody told me about this a long time ago. So I am somebody, probably like a lot of you guys, who I control everything in my life. I like, I need to be in control, in control of my business, finances, the way my kids are parented, what happens like in my marriage. I I perfect everything. I control everything. I hold on to such a tight grip and to everything. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are like this and I think that it, it is one of the reasons for my success because I can separate so insanely emotion and pain from action and I just, it's like I turn it off and I can just keep barreling through, I can handle pressure, I can handle things that the average person couldn't even come close to handling. Like I swear it's how I got through three natural childbirths like it was nothing. I can handle a lot of pain and just turn off the emotions, which is not always a good thing, but it has contributed to my success. So for me, 
doing things like drugs, I never wanted to do. I never did it growing up, like hardly. I mean, I did grow up in California, so I did smoke a little weed when I was in high school. But otherwise, I do not, like I have never done any hard drugs. And the reason being ultimately is like, one, I was never interested. But two, I don't want to surrender the control. I don't like the feeling of being out of control in my body. So I first heard about MDMA like maybe a year and a half, two years ago, I was still nursing. So it wasn't even an option for me. And I also was like, Ooh, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could be out of control, like for, of my body, out of my body for that long and, and without panicking. But I, I thought about it more. I thought about it more and I put it on my goals for this year because I just kept seeing people in my world, in my circle who did it in like they completely changed and I saw the change firsthand and I saw the transformation firsthand. So at the beginning of this year, I put it on my goals and I ignored it for a few months. And then I ended up finding, um, somebody who administers it here in Austin, like a healer and somebody who does guided sessions and and ceremonies. I don't really think it's a ceremony. It's like session, a session with you. And so I felt really comfortable doing it that way. I felt comfortable doing it in that therapeutic, like, setting where somebody's guiding me they're telling me what to expect they're helping me through it like that that's how I knew I needed to do it because otherwise I was going to panic so I didn't even like I, I didn't really research any more about it I scheduled my session and got a hotel room because I, I wanted to obviously be away from my kids out of the house like no distractions and went into this session and I really didn't know what to expect like I knew it was going to be amazing Everybody said it was going to be amazing, but I didn't know how I was going to feel, like if it was going to change my life. And to be honest with you, like I, I don't have a crazy amount of like trauma or really bad past, but I do have, you know, everybody has trauma. Everybody has something. And, and for me, there is a lot of like generational trauma passed down. And, but I also grew up where it was like, everything's great. You're so lucky. You have all these things and, you know, you should just be grateful for those things. And so I grew up thinking like, everything's great. And I have done therapy. I think therapy is very healthy. I've tried EMDR therapy. And every time I do it, I'm like, it's good. It's fine. It doesn't really do anything for me. EMDR, if you know what that is, where you hold these like paddles and they put these noises in your ears and it's supposed to like do something in your brain. I don't know. We can look that one up too. Everybody said such amazing things about that. And I was like, okay, I'll try that. It didn't work for me. I mean, I would sit there with the paddles, they'd go off for like three or four minutes and the therapist would be like, so what did you experience? And I'm like, literally nothing. Like, it's just not getting through to my nervous system. So I also knew, okay, to really take something to the next level, I'm going to need to go all in. I'm going to need to go really deep. So that's part of the reason I signed up for MDMA. So I went into this, didn't really know what to expect. I get there. I'm super nervous. Like I am super nervous. I don't want to take the bill. My heart's like beating faster because mostly I don't want to lose control. I'm afraid of losing control. And I, it took the, the dose that like a, a big man would have taken and I'm tiny to actually work. I took some, waited an hour, didn't work, took more, waited another two hours, and then it finally worked. And the reason being is not like about, you know, it should be technically about your size, you know, your body weight. And for me, it's because my nervous system is just so tight and I control so much. So anyways, I was laying there, I took it and like I started to feel some things, but I was like, if this is it, like this is lame. And I was laying there going, you know, 
okay, relax, Emily, relax, just surrender. But yet I was still controlling all of it. Like I was like, okay, you're going to start having these images of your childhood and like trying to control the whole experience. And then all of a sudden I didn't have a sense of time. So you lay there with an eye mask on, you're in the dark and, and the, the session, you know, the, the woman who led the session was amazing. She'd like rub my feet. She turned the AC up if I needed. And she was just sitting right there basically with me. Um, and all of a sudden, I felt it take over and I felt the moment like I will never forget this moment. I felt the moment where I knew, okay, I'm I'm losing control. I'm like slipping into this new place and I started to panic for one, like for a couple seconds. My brain was like, oh my gosh, what if you don't like this? What if you want it to stop and you can't control it? You know, this is going to be bad. You should freak out. But I had no, you know, no choice really. (laughs) So I was like, no, okay, I'm going to relax. So I relaxed and I basically feel like I slipped into this place where, you know, the, be- the best place I could, the best way I can describe it for me is that for the first time in my life, and I'm 27, for the first time in 27 years, did I actually surrender control over my thoughts, over my mind, over you know anything did I surrender control and listen to myself because I want I've wanted to do this and actually have a conversation with myself you know I try I meditate I tell myself to relax I do all the things I work out I check all the boxes but yet I can't let go I can't relax and this was the first time that I actually felt like I surrendered and I wasn't in that full control and I could actually hear what I, you know, what my soul, it sounds so silly, but what my soul has been trying to say. So from there, I slipped into that place and I would like get really hot and roll all around. And it was like the, the therapist after was like, it was kind of like you were throwing a fit for like 30 minutes that you didn't want to give up control because I was like taking these deep breaths and rolling around and like fighting it. And then I rolled over and I said something to her that um, feels like a little too personal to share, but basically something about my childhood. And I said, you know, I'm trying to think of this and I can't think of a single memory around it. And it's like, I have no idea why I said that. Like, I don't know why my mind went there, but it was like me having that conversation with myself. And then from there, I basically talked for two and a half hours <laughs> and I'm also like an introvert you guys like I went into this she the the um lady had told me like you might talk you might not talk like some people talk the whole time and I'm thinking in my head like I'm never gonna talk to this person like I don't talk to people I don't share things with people I don't let people in like that's not me I talked for two and a half hours to her and it's it was the craziest thing because so, so you're not like you're not tripping or, or you feel fully coherent. You can have a normal conversation, but it's like you can have a normal conversation with no ego and no filter and no fear of what somebody's going to think about you or what someone's going to you know judge you about or, or whatever. And I've always felt like I haven't meant to do this, but anytime I've been in like a therapy situation, I skew the conversation. Because I can't help myself to be like, well, I don't want them to think that about me. I mean, that's my truth. Like, it's so bad. But it, and it's like, why? You're paying this therapist so you have no idea. But I still would do that. In this scenario, after taking that medicine, I had no filter. And I released anything that was like this boundary between 
just what I w- wanted to say and did say. And I just had this conversation. And the best thing, I, the best way I can describe it is that it was like 10 years of therapy in four hours. It was like processing all these things where I'd like mention a childhood memory and then I'd bring it back to um, today and how that's impacting me today. And then I'd mention another childhood memory and just be like, this thing happened. And and I'd be like slightly mad, but it, it was through this lens of like empathy, empathy for me as a child and, and what I went through and empathy for the people who hurt me. I wasn't really mad when I was saying it. Like I would say things and I'd be like, well, that person was just doing the best that they could. And I just like saw it that way. And so it was like processing. And I think that's why I talked through it is because I needed to like talk it out. And talking for me is like very, I mean, it's processing for anybody. When you talk things out, it helps you process. And so I talked for like two and a half hours and it was me processing through everything from my childhood and how that's impacting me today. And it was the most life-changing experience that I could have ever hoped for, that I could have ever imagined. I am still completely blown away. And I came out of it. And like the next day I told my husband, I was like, this could help so many people. Like why do more people not know about this? Because this could help so many people and it's so fast. I mean, literally the processing, the releasing that happened in that short period of time would have taken years upon years of years with a, with a regular therapy you know, guidance. And so that's partly why I feel obligated to share this. And also I feel like for me as a CEO, an entrepreneur, a mom, I'm constantly wanting to expand my mind and heal my own trauma and heal you know the things that I subconsciously do so that I can be better for my team for my kids for my husband and this was like a fast track to that like I am truly a different person after this experience and a couple things I said afterwards um, I actually recorded a video of myself the next morning that I don't know if I'll post or not. It was like very, it's very raw and I don't know if I want to share it or not, but I wanted to capture myself in that state. And and one thing I said, and it was like this realization that I felt in my core was how I could just see like through a different lens, how hard I try to control everything I try to control you know the business I try to control everybody's actions around me the the outcomes what happens the what's said all the things and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate and I came out of it and I was like what an illusion you know we try so hard we hold on so tight and try to control so much and the reality is we're not in control Like something could happen tomorrow that is completely out of your control and yet you're trying to control everything and you're doing it without even meaning to. You're doing it because you don't know any other way. And so I came out of it and I said, you know, I feel like I have 27 years of armor that I'm wearing that I'm trying to keep up with, that I'm trying not to let shed, that I'm trying not to let people in, not share emotions, not love myself, not, you know, have that experience and vulnerability. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting to try to constantly control everything and constantly be perfect at everything and have no empathy for myself and understanding for myself. The other thing that I realized in it, and and a lot of the things, you know, I feel like if I was listening to this, 
I, you know, it's things that people say. It's like the self-help people say it, therapists say it, right? And you know when you hear those things and you're like, I logically know that. Okay, lady, I know that. I know that I have to love myself. I know blah, blah, blah. But how? Like, how do you actually do it, right? And in this experience, it was like the things that I logically knew and it's like someone could have said it to me and I'd been like, yeah, that makes total sense. The things I logically knew, now I could feel in my core, in my soul. And now it's like they make sense. And that's, I can't fully describe it, but things that it's like, you could have told me that a hundred times before this event and I would have been like yeah I know you're right but I have no idea how to do that and now I can just do it now I just I understand I can it connected and so the other piece that I came to was how much I go because of past trauma and seek attention or approval or connection outside of myself from other people and sometimes for me when relationships feel hard I go to the the route of saying like oh well it's the person like if I just go to a different friend or a different person they'll be able to give me what I need and the reality is that cycle is going to keep happening until I can give it to myself because the only person who can give what I need is me and I realized I have to stop trying to fill that from other people so that was another big piece of it and and just overall like a feeling of like processing surrendering um healing and empathy for myself as a little girl for for the people who hurt me um and I I feel like coming out of it and coming into a work week I'm just I'm more calm I'm I'm more I'm happier I'm not I'm not as stressed um I'm not trying to control everything and I don't even have to try it's like It just, I just shifted. And one thing that amazed me and that I thought about afterwards is just this is a part of your brain that's always available. And this medicine, I believe it's medicine, made that available for me, but it's there. It's always there. It just expanded to a different place that I just never have had been before. So I don't know if you guys are going to be like, Emily has lost it (laughs) and this is crazy and I'll never do this. Or maybe just one of you will look it up on, you know, Google and look into it and, and try it and it'll change your life too. But I do feel like, and I will tie this back to business because I feel like to grow the level of companies that I want to grow, to build the dreams I want to build, to be the person I want to be, You have to work really hard at the healing, at the pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone to expand. You know, this was way outside my comfort zone. Like I was scared. I did not want to surrender that control. I could have been like, I actually don't want to do this. Like it was not like, oh yeah, let's do drugs. This is so cool. Like it really took courage for me to show up and do this. And I was afraid and I was fighting it took three hours for it to actually work because I was fighting it. And I feel like for somebody like me, and I know a lot of other entrepreneurs are like this, you almost need that level of extreme to be able to get the results that some people might be able to just get from therapy or EMDR or whatever. But it would it never would have worked for me to this level because I just, I'm too wound, too tight. And I think I'll still be, you know, processing for a while and integrating it into my life. It's still really fresh for me but it it I won't be the same person 
in a good way. I will never be the same person as before I went into this session. And the other cool thing, like from a business perspective is the next day, you know, two days after I had like the best idea ever, like the best business idea just clicked. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, one of those things where you're like, why haven't I done this for the last two years? This is so obvious. I should be doing this. So I do think it also just opens your, your mind and expands your brain to you know new pathways and new things. And I think that's really powerful as an entrepreneur because we're trying to do new things constantly and different things and you know blaze new trails. And that's hard. It's hard when you live in, in this world of like bombarded, overstimulated, you stop listening to yourself, you stop tuning in to yourself, you don't even know how to listen to yourself anymore. You're so disconnected. That's how I am, you know, no matter even if I try, it doesn't matter if I meditate. There's like that level of actually tuning into myself is just not available to me. It wasn't before. And I'm feeling super called after this to meditate for a long time every day. I feel more connected, like I can get quieter, easier, and I'm sure that's going to wear off over time. I will probably do this every three or four months and you know each experience is going to be different. Each experience is different for everybody but I feel like it gives you exactly what you need and opens up a channel to listen to yourself that you just can't access in today's noise and constant like I said bombardment to your own brain and and for us entrepreneurs who try to control everything and control all of our thoughts and you know block things out you know this just takes that wall down so I just wanted to record this to share my experience obviously this is my experience it'll be unique to all of you guys and again some of you might be like okay Emily's lost it I promise the next podcast will be back to marketing and business and all those things but I just felt called to share this and like I said if it helps one person have the level of experience that I didn't even know I needed nor could be possible then it's worth it for me to release this so Send me a message on Instagram. You can go to at Emily Hirsch on Instagram if you have any questions. I'm happy to answer them. And I hope you look it up at least and and research it. It's actually something that's in clinical trials right now for curing PTSD because it's so powerful. And I truly like, as soon as I did it, I told my husband, I'm like, why are more people not doing this? Like this would change the world if everybody knew about this, truly. I know it sounds crazy, but it would. It would make us all more aware and empathetic and just calm. (laughs) honestly. So, all right, you guys, I'll talk to you on Tuesday. I promise regular marketing is coming back then. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. Each episode is brought to you from the trenches of Hirsch Marketing, where our team of industry-leading copywriters, marketing strategists, ads managers, graphic designers, and tech wizards use their unique genius to help our clients profit more and scale faster than they ever dreamed possible. Want to see what happens when we unleash our experts on your brand? Head over to helpmystrategy.com and apply for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch. No matter where you are in your marketing journey, we have solutions to take you to the next level and beyond. So apply for your call today and discover what marketing magic we can create for you. Thank you.